Hello, beautiful people. Today, we'll be talking about the beauty of waiting, navigating singleness to marriage. In this episode, I interviewed my girl, Stephanie, and she shared some key tips regarding all of this. Within one year, she dated, courted, got engaged, and married to the love of her life. I've personally walked with her while she was single, and now she's happily married, and I'm just excited for you guys to hear her story. Her love story is just so awesome and it will truly inspire you to wait on the Lord for your mate. So whether you're single or married, this episode will help you just get your whole life together. So let's dive in. Okay. Hello, everybody. I am so excited uh, about this show, this episode today. I have somebody very special to me on here. She's a client and a friend, and she's just really amazing. And uh, so, Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? What do you do? All that good stuff. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So I'm super excited to be on the call today. Um, Thank you, Ash, for having me on. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> the best coach y'all so I will shameless plug this in okay she's the best so <laughs> a bit about me my name is Stephanie Nantivita Okori recently Ooh, married on, okay on, Listen, all right let, <laughs> let people know recently married and I am a, ther- a psychotherapist mental health seeing individual client um for men- for both um, all types of different conditions. I also do couples therapy, which is also really fun. And I'm a social media kind of like marketer influencer through network marketing, which is pretty fun. So I do that on the side. Amazing. I love that you're doing so much, but it just all flows together um, yes. in its own way. I love that. So let's talk about it. I love that you said your whole name. It just sounds so good and powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you just recently got married. Congratulations. Um, I I know I've walked with you through your singleness and just, you know, seeing you in this season, it just makes me so happy. So can you tell us the quick version of your love story? Yes, it's it's so it's so funny because I can quickly say the love story because it it happened quick yeah it was honestly uh God's timing so we met online um we were both attracted to the same online platform the same way through clubhouse which was just God's design and I happened to secretly be on his page without recognizing I was secretly (laughs) on his page and he said yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it and within you know, six, six months, not only had we been uh, working on our relationship, both long distance, but by the time we came together, within six months, we had dated, courted, engaged and married. Okay. (laughs) When I tell you it is God's timing, it went with ease and acceleration. There was peace. God kept confirming to me over and over just through um, that it was a peaceful, like ease, just a relationship with ease. He pursued me. He was intentional. He came down, flew down to see me, to meet my family. The first day I met him was the first day he met my dad. So wow. when I, told you, I did not expect at all to have any type of traditional uh, type of courtship. It was exactly how God designed it, but it was as if God was handing me over and it was done through the proper way of my my dad, you know, being there because my dad is present in my life, thank God. But yes, you know, it 
every detail of the process was beautiful. It was above and beyond what I could have expected. And, and I see that it was worth the wait. Oh my gosh. Incredible. And you guys, I can vouch for that because I remember when Stephanie told me about her husband at first when she had just met him, I was like, had my side eye. Remember the day I I questioned you? I was like, okay. (laughs) And I I love it. Like a big sister to her. And I just questioned her and, and I just, it was like, okay, he checks out. And I just, you know, I just love all the accountability you both have um, Mm -hmm. in your life and and everything. And I love that you guys met on, you know, online and stuff. I think, you know, we're in the 2021 going into 2022 and that's mm-hmm. just how relationships are formed these, formed these days, you know? And so I just love your story. So talk to me about this. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to ask you, you guys didn't have a traditional wedding at first as well, right? Uh, yep. talk mm-hmm. to me about that real quick. Yeah. So it, it, it's so crazy because if you had told me that, uh, within a year that I would meet meet um, court and marry my <laughs> husband, I would have been like, "You, you're lying!" Like, get out my face, right? And but that it's crazy because that's what God had all along. So we did do a private union with just the people who were closest to us in terms of like physicality. Um, and I just had my parents come in with a couple of my siblings from Florida and we kept it very sweet, very uh, anointed. We had people just speak over us, speak their testimonies of our relationship. What's pretty cool about both Tam and I is that he comes from a huge community of believers who can vouch for him. And so do I, Mm. And and us coming together, it was almost like, you know, God, God reaffirming that wholeness that we both had had. Um, and so it really was just like two pieces coming together to fulfill a bigger purpose. Oh, amazing. I love it. Okay. So was it hard waiting on TM and just waiting on the man that God has prepared for you? Cause I know some counterfeits have come mm. uh, along the way. The counterfeits always show up before the real thing. Right. So mm. talk to me, was it hard waiting on him? Girl, it was, <laughs> it was it was hard up until the point. I mean, it it's it's crazy because I think we buy into this idea that we're gonna be very perfect and whole and healed and, yeah. and check checky, but it's not like that at all. It's actually when God says, right? When yeah. He has already ordained, that's when it's gonna happen. So I would I would fuss, I would fight. I would have these conversations with, with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I went through my share of, of false relationships and things that I was forcing and manipulating and mm-hmm. things that I thought were him. And it was not him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, people along the way that kind of gave me pieces to myself that taught me what I wanted, what I liked, what I couldn't tolerate, what I needed to work on on myself. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was very frustrating. And I mean, up until the point, I mean, I, in, and I'm transparency. I mean, I was over here trying to still talk to people and still getting my heart broken. And God said, uh-huh. I'm going to cut it off. Like, yep. I'm sending you the real thing. Yeah. And up until I met Tian. So there really was not this perfect formula of complete satisfaction. Sure. Had I been growing with God and really intentional and, and really pouring out in, onto him and, 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 and working on my relationship with God. Yes. 
But to say that there was this perfect happiness and peace and content. And then my husband came in and was like, oh, success. No, not at all. He (laughs) came in at the right time, but it was definitely a time that I was, me and the Lord, we were like, Lord, but I have been waiting. I was right, right. So, yeah. (laughs) I love that. And I love your transparency because I think that's what's needed. Because especially in this day and age, you know, like, people just be kind of faking it on social media and everywhere. Right. And it's like, it's like, everybody's just waiting so well and we're not, (laughs) we have those Mm -hmm. moments where we're not, you know? And so what are some of the key things you did that helped you to wait? Well, well, I think you really nailed on the head, Ashley, because at the end of the day, it was that transparency Mm -hmm. that I had with with God Mm -hmm. because I I couldn't fake it. I couldn't fake the fact that I did want to be married one day, that I did want a, a, a serious, significant relationship that was godly. I mean, I wanted that since I was a, a little girl. So mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. really, there was lots of times where I pretended, you know, quote unquote, to distract myself with career and my ambitions and all these other things, which I did, praise God, right? Like, right. You know, I did, a, you know, accomplish things. However, I really couldn't fake it to myself or fake it to God that this wasn't an area that I was solely depending on him for because I had tried it my way. Mm -hmm. I had thought it was him. I had, you know, had my heart broken several different times. I had been lied and deceived and played and abused. And and I just finally got to a point where I'm like, okay, God, you know my heart's desire and I'm going to trust you with this heart's desire and I'm going to keep coming to you like a child that I am and you're so my dad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep coming to you with with what's in my heart, with what's the heart pound of what it is that I desire and I won't be ashamed of it. I won't be ashamed. I won't lie about it. I won't try to hide it. And so you good. Know, we can hide to ourselves, but, but the father, he just wants us to be ourselves. He wants us to be who we are. And by me doing that, I was able to have realer conversations with Christ that actually did prepare me for, for marriage. That is so good. I think you just really said something so powerful because sometimes we feel like it makes us more Christ-like or something if we kind of lie to ourselves and be like, nope, I don't desire this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just waiting on the Lord and this. But I love that. It's just like just being honest. Like, God, I really do want to be married. And, you know, did God tell you right off the bat that Tim was your husband and you had to wait through that as well? Um, like, or did you kind of find out later or what? Like, when you met him, did you know right off the bat, like, okay, this is the man I want to I want to marry? Or did you kind of... Mm-hmm. Wait, tell me about that. Yeah, so in it in actuality, it probably was a couple weeks where um so there's very few times where the Lord will literally pull me away uh, uh-huh. and say, "Hey, come with me. I need to tell you something." And it was one of those moments where he was I listen, I was watching my little Hallmark movies, Christmas movies, soaking. <laughs> okay, like I I love love. Okay, I'm watching these little romance movies and God was like, "Knock knock." I'm here. I need to talk to you. And he told me, he told me everything was to come, that it was going to be fast. It was going to accelerate that he was going to lead this man, that this was really, truly my husband and that this man was going to pursue me. And that, and he told me those things because he knew that that's what I needed because I am an overanalyzer and I'm always one that I like done things done in principle. I Mm. like things done reasonably. So I would have been, 
like no so he, we didn't marry next month what are you talking about <laughs> right and, but god but but if god hadn't told me i would have probably ruined it right i wow. would have probably tried to delay my own blessing because of my own sense of need to control and it's crazy because as, as soon as i got his number there was just it's the holy spirit snitching the holy i put in <laughs> his number in and i said future hubby and there was just a knowing and that knowing just came with such a peace and so what by the time god wrote to me it was just confirming the things that god that god was already stirring in me and it prepared, it positioned me to actually be pursued because if he didn't tell me and ever, it's different for everybody, but if he didn't tell me, <laughs> me I would have been manipulating and, and being like, no, you need to wait on my one year and then it'll be more acceptable to tell people that we got married and no, uh-huh. no, it, this is God's story. It's not my yep. story. Oh, that's so good. I love it. Well, you basically answered mm-hmm. my next question about how you prepare. <laughs> um, so I just love that. So tell me, like, how has life been navigating from single to the married life? I remember you did a post um, when you guys first announced that you were married about just how you've been, you know, transitioning to the married life. And I loved it because I think people don't talk about it. Just like, you know, you talked about, like, letting go of your independence in a sense and all that. Mm. So just talk to me. How has that been navigating that transition? Oh, goodness. Yeah, it has been definitely a shedding. Um, mm-hmm. It's been almost like you have a book of, you know, God's story to you and you have different sections in the book. And the first section was your singlehood. The second section is your uh-huh. married life and your your eventually your you know motherhood if that if if you want kids right or if God's calling you that but it felt like uh both a departure and an and an arrival right like wow. I was wow. departing from certain mindsets and certain habits and certain uh and I don't want to say freedoms because I'm just as free as I was before but it was departing from certain um spaces yeah to go into the space of of becoming one with someone else which yeah. my husband mm-hmm. and so I I guess yeah in that post I was 100% real that I I remembered you know I spent one Saturday which was at that time that was my Sabbath on Saturdays I would Sabbath and I would I spent that day crying in the bed yeah this was the room <laughs> that represented my singlehood and now I am moving out and moving into a shared bedroom called my marriage right yeah and yep. the 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 little shit the shifts are little for for example my Sabbath went from Saturday to now it's Sunday to be with my husband right yeah we both now have the Sabbath Sabbath our, our you know day of rest on a Sunday so it's like those little things yeah. that God actually prepares you to do but you don't always recognize that you're doing it and when you actually recognize that you're making these shifts it it's a grieving process but it's mm-hmm. also a a you know a beautification you're 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 being edified into the role that you are already called to fit in but you're letting go of some of the spaces that reside just you and God, right? Just you wow. and God. And now yeah, uh, there's not a moment where I, I'm not going to wake up to my husband next to me, right? Which is right. beautiful, but also <laughs> <laughs> different. Yep. Yep. That's so, you know what? I love that you said that. And I think love requires sacrifice, you know? So mm. 
I love that you said about, you know, you're still free as free, but it, it requires you to sacrifice. And I feel like you're not loving if you're not sacrificing, you know, yeah. parts of yourself mm -hmm. in a healthy way. Um, you know, so because you don't want to lose yourself in marriage or motherhood or anything like that. Um, right. But uh, yeah, have you how do you still make time to pour into yourself apart from your husband? I think that's not talked about enough either. Are there some things you do to take, you know, time for yourself? at all mm -hmm. yeah you know the crazy thing that people don't talk about is how hard it is okay yeah <laughs> it, is, it is hard okay people out here posting like "Ooh, my time with the lord no you had to fight for that time you had to, <laughs> you had to be you had to quiet yourself enough right because when i speak to god he you know, he directs me and he loves on me. He fuels me. And he also shows me how to serve my husband. Yeah. I mean, the Lord is not saying, oh, yeah, girl, you know, go. Sure. OK, he's teaching me how to keep taking care of myself. But the beauty about that is he he also already taught me how to take care of myself. Yes. So that was yes. the beauty of my singlehood is that he taught me how to self-love and self-care so that even in the midst of me now trying now prioritizing the needs of somebody else. Yeah. I am able to still do what it is I know to do that takes care of me. And so, so it's, it, it, it's not easy. It really is not because there's not a moment, like I said earlier, that you, you don't wake up with somebody next to you and that person has a totally different schedule. I'm a night owl. I will be up all the, the uh -huh. hours of the night <laughs> and this man will fall asleep in two seconds and then be up at the crack of dawn. I mean, yeah, uh -huh. I like the crack of dawn <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, but I still... You know, so it's a it's an adjustment. It's you also recognizing, well, I'm starting to do things like him. He's starting to do things like me. We're starting to blend, and it where it the purpose is to blend. So how do you separate? Yeah, to go have totally fight? right, exactly. So it's hard. Um, and so that's first and foremost, and and secondly, there's grace. Mm -hmm. Like there's grace, especially in that beginning period, that it's very sensitive and pivotal where everything is new and everything is pretty and everything is beautiful and everything is, you guys are like, we're harmonizing together, but yeah. there's grace to, for me to experience God differently. Oh, that's and at so the good. end of the day, like, that's what it, I, I couldn't resort back to like, Oh, well, this is how I used to do it. Well, honey, that doesn't, that okay. you're not there anymore. Okay. Right? You're not yeah. there. And it's okay. Now you can talk to God in this way. Now you can experience God in this way. And it's more than enough. Oh, I don't have anything else to say about that because you just <laughs> uh, dropped the mic. Love it. Um, are there any tips you can give to women who are single listening to this and they're preparing for marriage or maybe God has told them who their husband is or they are on some dating apps and they're trying to get their life or whatever. Um, what are some tips that you could give to the single ladies out there that are listening? Yeah, so I would definitely, uh, you know, some of the things that I wish I had known, and this is what I hear a lot, that I need to be, you know, ready I need to be, you know, uh, healed. I need to be whole. I. It's almost like we have a checklist for God to bring something mm. that he was already going to bring regardless. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't prepare our hearts and our minds, but it's not, a, it's not seeking perfection and it's not, it's not putting pressure on your 
that because it is happening or it's not happening, that it, it changes your status. It changes, you know, how God feels about you or, or the timing of your life. Everything is already so ordained. When I tell you, I, like I said, I could not imagine for boom. I mean, I, I went from heartbreak to just in counseling every week to, and still in counseling. So that has not changed. In counseling to every week, still in counseling to boom, just like that, suddenly, a suddenly season where God God laid it all out. And so it was really nothing that I could have done. It was really trusting and being transparent with God. And so the best thing that I would, I would suggest, and I write this on my Instagram as well, is you're going to show up how you show up right now in marriage. If God, if God tomorrow sent your, your spouse, you would not be any different than who you are today. Wow. And so really marriage after three months of being married now is a, ref- it's a reflection. And I know y'all hear this a lot, but listen, it, it is, huh? it is listen, okay. <laughs> like that person is going to mirror you and you're going to see yourself. And if you make it about the other person and trying to fix them, fix them, what you're missing the point. It's, it's supposed to edify you. It's supposed to make you more like Christ. Yeah. And so you're going to miss it. If you're consistently focusing on what you need in the other person and not focusing on, wait a minute, what are some things that are coming up for me? What are my triggers? What are my insecurities? What are my highlights? What are my lowlights? And so you're going to be the same person that you are today if you met them tomorrow. Wow. So who do you want to show up as? And Ashley, you told me that. Aww. You said, what are my goals <laughs> as a wife? Set those goals. Who is it that I want to, why do we prepare for the interview? Why do we prepare for you know the job to uh-huh. prepare for the move but we don't pre- and we don't prepare our like our internal state yeah so who do you want to show up as because that is exactly the person you're going to be so if there are some things that you know eh, I would prefer not to have that highlighted so much in marriage let me let me start cracking that thing now so and good. by submission to to God Lord, I don't really like how I get a cash and attitude about this one particular thing because it triggers back when I was when I was four, 14 mm-hmm. and that thing happened. Let me submit that now. And yes, yeah. your spouse is going to be instrumental in that healing process. Low, do not, <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> they will. Okay. My husband has seen many tearful nights. Okay. However, <laughs> if I didn't have that self-awareness that I have now, uh, because of all the intentional work I did back then. Oh, goodness. Oh, girl. No. <laughs> I know. You, I just love everything. I hope that everybody's just taking notes and listen to this three more times because it's so good. And um, I love also, even though it's unsaid, that your husband has the grace to cover you in your vulnerability. You know, I think yes, it's, uh, you know, going back to Genesis, you know, when God created Adam and Eve and it says they were naked and unashamed. I feel like that's the heartbeat of like of marriage is the heartbeat of, you know, just us all doing relationship with one another, you know, whether it's a, a really great friendship or, you know, family or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like. The, the standard that God set in the beginning was they were naked and unashamed. And if we can yep. go back to that level of vulnerability and knowing like, hey, if I tell my husband something, he's not going to run away, you know, because that's that's a lot yep. of times why we're 
not vulnerable, right? It's because we're like, man, when this person sees how ugly I could be, oh my goodness, they are going to hit the ground running. But to know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's still going to be there or, you know, the friends that got his place in your life are still going to be there. Even after they see you in your weakness, I think that just, um, what, what your husband is doing as well is just portraying the heart of Jesus, which it says husbands love your wives as uh, Christ loves the church, you know? Um, and so that's the standard that we should, uh, go for as well. And so I just love that so much. I love Mm -hmm. it so much. Do you have anything else to say to that at all? No, I, I, I love that because I think it also reflects exactly what you said, the heart, you know, God's heart for us. Yeah. You know, yeah. oftentimes we are so shame, ashamed before Christ, you know, we are ashamed for who we are and shame is, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel bad for who I am and guilt is I feel yeah. bad for what I've done. Yeah. And we carry yeah. that. And if, you know, oftentimes it, it's hard to be, ex- to feel accepted by, you know, your husband, your, your spouse, because we're carrying that sense of shame that we even experience with Christ, the one who made us, the one who yeah. died for us. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's that uncovering. Um, it's a, it's a beautiful process to be uncovered and to be reminded consistently that we are loved unconditionally. Uh, but it, but we also, you know, the beauty about having that time right before marriage is that you can practice uncovering yourself before Jesus over and over and over and over again, and knowing that he's going to accept you every single time so that it becomes easier, not, not easy, but easier yeah. when you meet the person that God has for you, because then you'll, you'll also re- be reminded, wait a minute, wait a minute, this looks like Christ hold on, hold on. I've told him the worst things and he's Christ still loves me. This yes. is a man that God gave me. I can, I can be bold. I can be vulnerable. I can say what's really on my heart. I am not too ugly. I'm not too broken. Yes. In fact, Jesus already dealt with that. Jesus already dealt with this. I can confess. I can open up. I can share. And yes. so vulnerability is, and communication is a key really to having that successful foundation that's going to build the home of your your marriage and so the yes. more you can do that now and especially with trusted friends mm-hmm. the, the easier it's going to become in marriage I love that oh my goodness so good and I think that's mm-hmm. a that's something to look out for if you are with someone and you can't be your full self you know amazing yep. and ugly or whatever <laughs> then <laughs> It's Mm -hmm. time to run, you know, it's time to go because, you know, that's so important. And so thank you so much. Are there any final words of wisdom that you just want to share with everyone listening? Your journey is incredible and it's just getting started. And so any final words of wisdom you want to share, boo? Yeah, I just as a final encouragement, you know, that education <laughs> that we say at the end <laughs> is, is I, the word that comes to me is the word hope. You know, I think in a lot of this time period and and I don't know how long you, you know, who's listening, how long you've been waiting. Um, it may feel like it's be, been forever. I can mm-hmm. I can understand that. I, I before my husband, it was probably, you know, 10, a decade yeah. of waiting and waiting and, and having false hope. And so really false hope is it, that's not Christ. He yeah. actually gives you the true hope. And he knows what's already in your heart, all those little things that he's already put in, that's reflective of of his desire. He turns your desire into his desire. And Mm. he already deposited 
a, a future and a vision of and and the foundation of what your marriage will be. So so have hope, really. I mean, it's easier said, but knowing that you can place your hope in Christ because he will do it like that, exactly how he, he already saw himself doing it in your life. He will do it. And every, wow. every part of that counterfeit and, and, and listen, that will come, but it will always prepare you for the actual real promise God has for you. Yes. And God will not, he will not jip you. He will not give you second best. He will not give you the, the least of these. He will not mm-hmm. give you somebody who's, who's uh, not cute and booty Nate, you know, ugly, uh-huh. no. like he, <laughs> God, you are his princess. You're his son. You're his, yes. his, his heir and his inter- inheritance. So knowing that you can put your hope in Christ and he's going to do above and beyond what, what you could even conceive for yourself. Oh, that's so good. I'm so proud of you. I Aww. love you. So, so proud of you. And this is just so good. I know this is going to bless so many people. It already is. So how does everyone connect with you, girl? Like share your social media handles and I want everybody to go follow you and connect because it's so good. So share that. Yes. So you guys can find me on Facebook and Instagram. So I go by my first and middle name, which is Stephanie, regular basic spelling. <laughs> and my middle name is, is quite unique. So it's, it's like nativity, except it's a, you know, Vita. So Nat Vita so essentially Nat and Vita. So N-A-T-I-V-I-T-A, Stephanie Nativita. And you can find me on there and hear more about my, my journey and my testimony and, and everything that God's doing in, in our lives. Incredible. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'm excited to see what God does uh, through you guys and in you guys and all that. So thank you, boo. Amen. Thank you, Ashley. Love you. Love you. Okay. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Play this again and share it with everybody, especially if you're single, you're married, whatever. Go connect with Stephanie and just get your life. Okay. So thank you guys for listening and have a great day. Bye.